Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Avo Pod, bridging the gap between baby boomers and Gen Z. I'm Ken Jenkins. And I'm Mike Hubbard. And we're both uh, 50 something. Have you have you had a birthday recently? No, I haven't. Okay. So we're both still 50 something. Still 50 something. And between the both of us, I think we know a little something. A little bit of and something. Hopefully, some of that stuff will rub off on you. Right. <laughs> the, good, the good part, not the bad part. Well, we're happy today to invite to our show a very uh, intelligent, a very entrepreneurial young man, Justin Powell. He is a young entrepreneur from Dallas who owns his own business called Powerful Lion. I like that name, Powerful Lion. There's no doubt about what was, what's coming at you when you hear Powerful Lion. It's a strong name. It's a strong name. It's a strong name. He calls himself a biohacker where he specializes in helping women and men better understand the key ingredients to naturally keeping their bodies fit through a holistic approach and healthy lifestyle. Justin Powell, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I do appreciate it for bringing me on. Great, great. Now, just so we can set the playing field here, uh, I've known Justin, you and I both, Mike, have known Justin since, <laughs> don't be ashamed, young fella, since he was in diapers. Yeah. And he's grown into a phenomenal young man, and he's, you know, just, just going to do extraordinary things in his life, and he's into the health and wellness and, and, and just being fit. But you have to promise me one thing, is just you are not taking your shirt off during this show, right? <laughs> I'm for sure, I would not okay. do that. No flexing, no flex, <laughs> unless it helps our ratings. And, and all you 50-some year old women. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be trying to contact the brother. Powerful cougars. Right. Powerful he, liar. He's too young for y'all. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's great. Well, again, welcome, Justin. And we want to, like I said before, we want to create an environment where we can bridge the gap between us old fogies and the younger generation. So we wanted to invite you to the show and just kind of pick your brain and see, you know, where you are, what's going on, what do you think about some things that are going on? And we have to jump in right away to something that's top of mind, Mike. We we just need to pinch our nose and jump in on this. Let's do it. Shikari Richardson. Let's do it. Let's do it. I can't wait. <laughs> you know, because I, I have my 50-some-year-old thoughts and opinions about right. it. Right. I talked a little bit with my son about it. Right. But I want to hear what Justin thinks about that whole situation right so for anyone who's been on another planet right shikari richardson is a track star from lsu go tigers ah. my daughter graduated from lsu so i gotta throw that in there that's g-e-a-u-x -E never understood that i spelled it that way after a few drinks anyway so. right 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 uh, so <laughs> shikari richardson is a track star getting ready to go to the olympics had a positive marijuana test and is now not going to be able to go to the Olympics, not in the 100, which is her specialty, or the 400, which we were hoping she at least uh, would be able to partake in, participate in. And the reason is she had the positive marijuana drug test. Now, there's a lot of differences of opinion, Justin, between our age group and the younger generations about marijuana use, medicinal use. You're in the fitness business. What are your thoughts around just overall the, the use of marijuana as a medicinal treatment or 
you know, to help with, with various ailments like anxiety or like, you know, just, just different things. What's your thoughts about that? Well, I mean, I mean, it's, it's legal in uh, a couple of different states. And um, I think people are starting to realize it's not like, it's not like a bad drug, kind of like alcohol, but my thoughts on it are, you know, it's, it kind of does sometimes may, it may slow you down. Some, some people may um, kind of react different to it, but, you know, I feel like there's a place and time for everything. I mean, I don't think that no one in their life has not, you know, smoked marijuana, um, but I've never smoked marijuana. Kind of, never, <laughs> never, no, no. I'm not commenting. Never partaked in the ill weed. I'm not gonna. <laughs> you're not I'm getting me on video commenting about that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna admit it in front of this, this young this young brother who's who I kind of you know, kind of grew up with me. What what is marijuana? What is, yeah? What is that? What is that? Marijuana. Anyway, what's, a, go ahead, Justin. Yeah, no, I, I guess marijuana is a substance that influences your you know your mood, your behavior. Um, I mean. If you're an athlete and whatnot, it, it, I feel like it kind of can slow you down. Cause I mean, there is like, there is stuff out there nowadays that's like CBD, right. um, which is more for like medical, you know, you know, support and whatnot. But I mean, marijuana, like I said, it is legal in some places in Texas, it's not. So therefore it's illegal. So, um, but like I said, I know people in our generation, there are a lot of people who are open to it. But at the end of the day, it is a substance that it does have ramifications if, if, if you do it. And at the end of the day, you got to understand your ramifications. So I guess my thoughts about it is it's there's a time and place for everything, but it will kind of alter your your thoughts, your decision making processes if you're not in the right state of mind. So right. So that, I guess that's really as an athletic trainer, fitness person, I'm thinking how does how does marijuana help you? I'm thinking it would slow her down right? unless you put some pretzels at the at the finish line, and she got the munchies, mm-hmm. right? But, <laughs> but but otherwise, how could it help you be faster? It, it would it would slow you down, I, I would think. I, I, you yeah. know, I, I was curious about that too, right? So I did a little research. Okay, <laughs> go go with and, it. And I found an article, and the reasoning behind this drug being banned from what I've read okay. is because not because it's illegal or because it's, you know, a drug, but because it does help in recovery. I've heard that. So yeah. if you can recover faster than another athlete, that can be perceived as an advantage. So, and the other part from what I read, there are different levels that you have to test at before you are failing a test. Right. So there's a lot of caveats to this situation that the general public, I don't think we, we understand or know. Hmm. It's not as simple as her smoking weed. Because we all know there are, there are different levels to the weed, right? Right. You've got the, the regular you know, off the plant weed, you got the angel dust. You Boy. got the, not that I know, this is what I read you know too. A lot about research, weed. bro. Wow. Research. Wow. That's what I do, right? I'm about to give you a random drug test <laughs> after the show. I'm going to have to ask Justin for a vial of pee. Right, 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 right. 
<laughs> so I don't fail it. But, 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 I do not smoke. We do not advocate the use of illegal don't. drugs. Okay. But, so everyone knows so that. So Justin, here's my take. Number one, let me be clear. Very clear out there. Everybody. I do not. I personally don't have a problem with people who smoke weed. Number one. Unless they drop the, those roaches and burn my carpet or right. my upholstery or something. Right. Yeah. Then we have a problem. Number two, I do think we're at the point in society it should be legal. You know, I, I, I just don't think there's much difference between that and alcohol. Yeah. My whole, and I really don't have a problem with Shikari. Really. I don't. I'm very sympathetic towards her. I think she made a terrible decision. Right. Right. Who, who, who hasn't done that at 21? We haven't, right. you know. Yeah. But when you look at what she had to gain and what she had to lose, where are her people decision. Where are her, are her people? I know, where are her people? Guidance. I haven't seen her with anybody yet. Did you catch that, uh, um, that little clip where she was coming out of an airport and some reporter or some dude just like ran up on her? She's like, how did you know where I was? How did you know it was me? He's like, well, you got Shikari you got your on, your on your shoe. You got your name on your shoe. <laughs> but still, I'm like, where are her people? I don't know. That's concerning. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But then the other, my, my deal with this whole situation is not her. It's how the community has responded to it. Mm -hmm. Now we want to change the rules. Now we want to, yeah. Yeah. you know. Now, Gail Devers, I saw her on an interview. She's like, listen, we are track athletes. This is the governing body for track and field. Right, right. The rules are clear. It wasn't a random drug test. Right. She knew she's going to be tested. She chose to smoke or ingest something. So, my, like I said, my issue is with the community. Because here's all these people I'm here, and I got friends who have kids and they're like, oh, everybody makes mistakes. And, oh, I feel sorry for her. And, but I know for a fact if this was their kid, they would be roasting their kid. They'd be on punishment. Right. We're on timeout. For doing something like this and throwing away this opportunity. Yeah. So that's my, that's my stance. Yeah. So I don't know, yeah. Justin. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, what I agree with is the fact that I mean I think it's a I think it's a lesson that she had to kind of learn the hard way because um, like I said everything is about choices and decisions you make so she was aware of the um, the consequences and I mean she did go out to press and kind of she owned up to it right you know and it's it's unfortunate but at the end of the day I gotta look at the the learning experience and I think that people in our community should be looking at the experience behind it like the, the <laughs> The uh, decisions that you make in your life, you know, that's, you're going to have to deal with it at the end of the day. So it's nothing for me to say about it. It's just, that's her decision. And I hope that people can definitely take the learning um, lesson from it, um, knowing how to move forward in their life. That's great to hear this young man talk about the lessons we learn in life. Right. The learning experience. I'm impressed. Right. I'm impressed, Justin. Right. And so, yeah. That that's an unfortunate situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do think though, there's probably gonna be some changes with that rule. I'm hoping there is, cause I want my stock to go up. <laughs> <laughs> and I told you what. Selfish. What, what she should cash in on this. Yes. 
and become a spokesperson for some cannabis chicago weed. Right. You want to be fast? Well, I'm get a blast. <laughs> it might not make you, you fast. Go, take a tote. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but she might as well, you know. Uh, I, I get what you're saying. I, I don't know if that's what the right in the states where it's legal. In the, yeah, in the states where it's legal, right? Um, but that's interesting though, because you have these, like Justin said, you have these states where it's legal, right? But then you have an international governing body, right? Right over an event that's international, right? Right. So while she might not have been violating the law in in Colorado, right? You know, while she was signing the Nike endorsement deal, saying "Puff Puff Pass," <laughs> right? You know, she invite she basically violated this international policy. So yeah, yeah, it is the governing it's the governing body, and and you know, it's like going to work at a company, and they they're saying, you know, you know, you you've got to you can't come to work new, right? And you say, well, no, I'm I'm a free I'm a free, I'm a free uh, walk, walker or baller or whatever you want to talk about. You, you gotta, you gotta. My point is, you gotta go by the. You gotta policies. follow the rules. You gotta follow the rules. Because even within those states where it's legal, mm-hmm. those businesses within that state don't have to allow their employees to smoke it. Yeah, and I know this firsthand. I had a close family, close, member. a close family member, and I'm not gonna name yeah, names. Yeah, my. I have a friend. I'm just asking for a friend. Right. That was in that state for a little while, and it's legal there, but the company that they work for, they didn't condone it. They didn't condone it. Yeah. So, But that, but that's a good question, though. Rules, right? Our generation, we have been taught to follow rules. There are processes. There are things that are put in place for us to follow rules. And I think we've got a, a guest wanting to join us. I think we have, a, is that someone trying to join? I think so. That is, a, oh, we have a special guest who just joined us, ladies and gentlemen. Bobby Hampton. Thank you for, for being able to join us, Bobby. Hello, hello, everybody. How are you? Hey. I'm doing good. <laughs> All right, so just so you know, you're not going to see us, right? So just talking to your camera like if we're there. Um, okay. And we, we thank you for joining us. We were just talking about Shakari Richardson. In perfect time. Perfect time. And then we were talking about, you know, not just giving our opinions on marijuana use, where it's legal, where it's not legal. And we have on the line with us Justin Powell, uh, who's a young entrepreneur who's into whole, uh, wholeness and wellness and fitness from a holistic perspective. So we want to we want to always have a young person's perspective on the things that we talk about, because our whole purpose of, of this show is to bridge the gap and understand. So I'll tell you what, let me go ahead and introduce Bobby, um, because we're blessed to have her join us. Bobby is a sixth and seventh grade science teacher in Houston. Uh, before her teaching career, she studied at Emory University, majoring in African American studies and human health, and received her master's from Harvard University's Graduate School of Education. So you know what that means, Mike? What does that mean? She's smart. She's smart. Our, our 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 intelligent quotient has gone up right tremendously now, exponentially <laughs> right now. Bobby is committed to eradicating educational inequities for students and ensuring Black and Brown students get the same resources they need. Bobby Hampton, thank you for joining us. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Great. So we're going to just continue with the discussion. Like I said, we were talking about Shikari Richardson, and we were getting ready to talk about rules, 
right? Our generation grew up with rules. That's that's we were taught: go to school, get a right. degree, apply for a job, get a job, work nine to five, punch in and out, follow these rules. Right. Do and and let's with starting with you, Bobby. Um, do you think the younger generations are less inclined to follow rules? Um, you know, and just kind of stay within their lines, or is it a good thing, bad thing? We don't know. Is the younger gener are the younger generations just more inclined to go outside the box, and is is that positive for us? Okay, um, so the first part, they're definitely more inclined to kind of push boundaries, uh, push, kind of go their own way, their own lane. Um, a lot of them know kind of the trajectory you talked about. You know, go to school, high school, college. Here we go. But a lot of them are finding new and very intriguing ways to kind of get some of those same goals accomplished um, that we thought could only happen with a college degree or kind of only with those uh, doors that are attached. I think that it has its pluses and minuses. On the one hand side, it allows for more, you know, like marginalized groups to have opportunities mm. uh, to be able to do so, uh, to do the things that they want to do. But at the same time, uh, sometimes it can be challenging for students to kind of see people go their own way and then they try it and it doesn't work out the same way. And so what are they left with kind of as a backup plan um, when they didn't get that college degree or they didn't do education. So I kind of see the pluses and minuses to kind of being outside of the box and really uh, kind of bridging their own way. What do you think, Justin, about rules, following rules and, and how they apply to the younger generation? Or Are you just a rule guy or are you an outside the box thinker as well? I mean, I guess when it I guess when it comes to the law, when it comes to like I mean, I, you get what I'm trying to say. Like it, it depends on what the rules that are being placed upon me, um, you know. Because I, I mean, I think outside the box. I'm an entrepreneur, but I also, you know, I went to Howard University. You know, I got my degree in electrical hey, engineering. You know, hey you. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. If I say H U, you're supposed to do what? You know. Thank you. I'll <laughs> doubt for a minute whether he, whether he went to All right. You know your people going to get on you. Go ahead. I guess, yeah, to answer your question, like, it kind of depends on the rules. You know, like, the rule was, you know, if, if, if she smokes marijuana and she gets tested positive, she can't go to the Olympics, you know, and that's, that's the opportunity that she was trying to pursue. So... You know, but if if it's a rule that <laughs> it's not really going to affect me or there's no law behind it and it's there's no like, you know, what I'm trying to say, like, I mean, I feel like when we right. when we're growing up as kids, there's a lot of rules put upon us that we don't really, you know, like understand. So, you know, it kind of it kind of depends on what you want in life. You know, I, I like to think outside the box, but at the same time, I know that, you know, for everything that is placed upon me. Like if it's a law, I'm, I'm, you know, just, there's just some stuff that you can't get around. Right. Right. But so, I think that you should have an outside of the box, you know, mentality. If, if you are, you know, like someone like myself, um, you know, who's an entrepreneur, who's, who's always trying to find creative solutions. And that's my background in engineering is to always find a solution. So, I mean, rules are broken sometimes to be successful, ooh. but you, know, you got to understand also, the consequences for the rule that's broken. So, you know, it's it's, so it's all about perspective. Forgive me, and I'll, I'll have to. No, I ain't turning into my black card. Is Emory an HBC, Bobby? Oh my no, god! No, it's black for 
for sure. PWI. Is it PWI? Okay. Okay. I just wanted to be sure because I was getting ready to, okay. to shout out that we repping. Uh, we won't hold that again. No, no. That, that's okay. That, that, that's okay. That's all right. But interesting though, sometimes rules need to be broken to achieve success. What do you yeah, think? Yeah. That, that's interesting. Well, I, I uh, see. So let me ask Bobby this. Do you see there's a distinction, Bobby, between... Um, you know, it's okay. And I'm not putting words in your mouth, Justin, but I'm just kind of extrapolating from what you said. It may be okay to break the rules as long as we're not violating the law. I would agree with that statement for sure. You would agree um, with that statement? And if you think about, you said what? No, I was just repeating it. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I definitely like agree with that statement. Um, and just think about, so there's so many like unspoken rules in life, especially in kind of like black american culture um and if you want to get certain things done you definitely have to finesse and kind of move around uh on the lines on uh some things uh you know of course in context of not breaking the law uh but yeah i definitely agree with that statement that's interesting that is interesting and and especially for bobby for you as an educator a young up-and-coming educator will you carry that philosophy over and into your interactions with students? For sure. I mean, right now you guys see in Texas, this critical race theory, they're banning everything. Uh, we're not supposed to be talking about white privilege, all these things in all these states uh, across, especially in the South. And I'm going to be talking about it. My kids need to know. Um, we're going to be figuring out, we're going to be talking about black scientists. We're going to be talking about uh, some of the struggles we go through in and outside of Black History Month, uh, Latinx folks all kinds of stuff. So I definitely take that to my classroom uh, and kind of model that um, for students. Cause even in my time at Emory in my uh, last year teaching, uh, I push the boundaries, push lines all the time. So for sure. We just talked about that Latin X. Yeah. Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. that's a new, I guess it's a newer term to me as an, as an old fogey. I've heard it. Hearing Latin X. I'm like, what, what is, are we insulting people by calling them Latino now? Is, is that what we're doing? I don't know. It's not necessarily insulting, but it's just being more gender inclusive uh, to that community because Latino and Latina are like feminine and masculine. If we're moving mm. into this non-binary space, you don't want to presume someone's gender. Um, and so that's kind of moving into oh, that space. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was going right by me. Okay, okay. So I'm, I know it's going to sound funny. Um, so is there a difference between Mexicana and Mexicano? <laughs> uh, I think so. I'm not, I'll I don't know if there was an answer to that one. <laughs> so just so you guys know, right, we're both 50-something, and, and especially me, not so much Mike. Mike is, Mike is more straight-laced, more to on the On camera, yeah. Yeah. On, <laughs> see, he got a nice college shirt on today, and. Hey. You know, he looked he looked good, head head in shape. But anyway, I tend to drift off the path a lot <laughs> and ask questions, you know, that in my brain make sense, but may not always make but sense hey, outside of my brain. We are trying to learn from you guys. So Absolutely. We Absolutely. we take every opportunity we can right. to learn from the younger generations. But here's another question I have for you guys. The community has kind of turned the Shikari situation into a racial situation mm -hmm. and made it about her. She's black, you know, uh, what do you guys and your peers, do you guys think 
that this has anything to do with race or is it simply about somebody breaking a rule and now paying the consequences? Go ahead, Justin. I mean, I mean, for me, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really watch the news that much because it's, it's just a lot of, you know, gossip here. She thinks this, he thinks this. I mean, I have my own mind, I have my own thoughts. Like I said, like just looking at it from the from a law perspective, she messed up her opportunity because she just didn't understand the consequences and she went with that. But at the end of the day, I don't really look into it because it's just the news kind of just spreading stuff and everybody has their own opinion about things. I mean, for me as an entrepreneur, my job is to help people, right? My my job is to help people learn from their experience. I mean, you know, you know, like from their lessons and and, and look at the ultimate you know, like lesson that's that, that, that that's learned from it. So for me, it's, I, I don't even really kind of even get into that type of stuff because it is what it is at this point. But I mean, what is our community going to learn from it? You know, are we going to let opportunities go away from us? And I, I mean, I think that's, that's, that's a question that, I mean, anybody should ask themselves, you know, what decisions am I making? It's not mm-hmm. about what the news is saying. It's not about people's opinions are. It's about, staying in your lane and, and doing the right thing and trying to, you know, help people out at the end of the day. So from a high level perspective for you, it's not, it's not really about race. It's about making bad decisions. Well, I mean, it's not saying about making, it's about understanding the decision that you're going to make and understanding the consequences for every decision that you make. I mean, at at the end of the day, the choice is yours. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, you got to understand there's always, you know, for every, type of decision you make, there, there could be a consequence if you're violating certain types of, you know, social taboos and whatnot. So for me, it's not my point to try to point the finger at this and try to come up with all this stuff. It's, like I said, for me, I want to stay focused and make a change right. on people's lives around me. Right. And I think there's a bigger lesson behind it all. It's, you know, <laughs> stop trying to look and see what everyone else thinks. I mean, everyone has their own opinion. That's right. That's my thoughts behind it. So Bobby, what do you think is, is the backlash and, and all the things that have been reported regarding um, Shakari Richardson, do you think there's a racial component to it? I definitely think that there's a racial component to it. Um, just being a black woman, one in the public eye um, in America is something, you know, like is an added layer, um, the complexity that we have in kind of, the things that we face uh, on the kind of out front. And I definitely think that has something to do with one, the fact that we even kind of this big hurrah circus around Shakari, and then also our community as a black community's response to it. And also like other communities um, response to it. Um, if we reflect and kind of think on different athletes who've had scandals over the years, whether it be marijuana, whether it be, all these other things that athletes do, um, it's very easy to see the distinctions when it's a black woman, when you see a Shakiri, when you see a Serena Williams and how they talk about her body being very masculine. Like you see the very complexities and how we always get it worse uh, than the other groups. Mm. And I definitely think that's happening here in this uh, time, uh, especially with Shakiri and just knowing even her backstory and kind of her explaining and her the story around it. Um, you can definitely see like the racialized undertones when folks are talking about it. Interesting. Very interesting. And Justin sounds like a uh, 
young conservative yeah. in the making. You Republican. I'm an entrepreneur, right? I just I just understand that, you know, that for every choice. Justin's about the, he about his business. He about his dollar right? bill. He about them bills. Right. I mean, I'm 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 totally, you know, like pro like black, but you know, we, we understand what it's like being being African American. <laughs> we understand, um, and so we know that there's certain things sometimes um that can get in the way. And like I right. said, you gotta understand your your uh, situation, like you gotta understand what's going on. So you gotta look at history. I mean, history repeats itself. I don't think we're, you know, kind of like I don't I wouldn't say I'm conservative. I'm just I just I look at stuff and I and I really try to yeah, you know, make a decision at the end of the day. I wasn't saying that to be negative because I'm kind mm-hmm. of conservative leaning myself. Yeah, yeah. Mike I, can, I, can, I was I, I was complimenting you. <laughs> Mike, Mike has a good friend of that we made I don't like think to it's the show. Right or wrong. I just, what was that? <laughs> I don't think it's right or wrong. I just I just think that it's a lesson that people should learn from. Right, right, right. Now, there's nothing wrong with being conservative. Mike, no. I was saying Mike has a good friend that we're going to invite to the show at some point. Right. Who has a very conservative point of view on things. Yes. But uh, let me ask you this. Bobby, let me ask you this. Um, mm-hmm. How can our generation, and you have, you have a phenomenal mom, Carol Hampton, who we've, we've had on the show. Yes. Uh, crack cupcakes. That's all I remember. <laughs> that's an inside mm-hmm. joke, Bobby. You may not know that. Um, <laughs> So your perspective may be a little different about the involvement and, and maybe the ways that that um, your mom has helped you and supported you so forth throughout life because she's an exceptional person. But in general, um, what can folks our age, baby boomers, do to better understand uh, your generation and the younger generations to come? Um, for sure, uh, being in a posture of like, Obviously, we can have wisdom from you guys, but also a posture of like listening and learning. There are so many people um, our age who are writing, who are making videos, who are on Instagram, on TikTok, anything you could possibly think of. There's a forum where Black people my age, a little younger, are talking about issues that we care about, how to help us, what we need from you guys. And so um, just one, like being open and listening uh, to the folks around you, um, especially the folks who you're really close with. So, you know, like your family um, and all the folks kind of around you can really help start to like transform and kind of even thinking with uh, some of the conversations like over the years coming back home every semester from college, me and my mom's conversations and kind of sharing with her what I was learning about gender inclusivity and all those different things uh, along the way can definitely um, help. And also just uh, being willing uh, to learn because I think that's another piece of it. Like folks will listen to you up and down, talk about things, but a lot of people are not ready to like move their stake in the ground with things that they've been knowing for 30, 40, 50 years. And like, we're constantly changing and evolving. So being open to that as well is also, uh, will be a great help, which I know is hard because when you've been doing things for a long time, <laughs> you kind of get in it. And I know that that can be challenging for people. Um, but that's just where we are in the world. And you got to just got to get hit to it. So. That's, and then, <laughs> no, 
That's a better way of calling it. She call, said we old. Bro. We old and stubborn. We old. Right, that's what she really meant to say. Set in our ways. <laughs> that, you know, but that's okay because, <laughs> you know, I've had, I'm listening to you, Bobby, and I'm, I'm kind of going down memory lane here. Um, well, not even so much memory. It's just recent. It's a long lane. That, uh, yeah, and half of it. That's I don't, like a highway. Half, <laughs> half, half of it I don't remember. So, But the recent stuff, stuff a couple of days ago, I still remember. I have these conversations with my youngest daughter all the time, right? Because she went away to college, the young girl that, um, you know, that I knew, you know, that I, that I helped raise. And she came back, this woman, right, with all these different opinions and all of these different um, ways in which she communicates with me. And like you said, Bobby, oh, understanding, right, inclusivity, understanding different things that for us, Mike, we're like, get out of here with that. I don't want to talk about that. Right. No, do it this way, or, you know, or, or, or my, you know, my way to highway. Right. Right. Justin, what do you think? Or, you know, are, are there some things that we can better do to, to help uh, your generation and the younger generations? I mean, just honestly being a mentor. I mean, I mean, I feel like, I mean, like right now, it seems like you guys are doing a great job. I mean, it's, you guys have a podcast, right? Right. Are you talking about us? Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, young brother. I mean, <laughs> the check will be in the middle. You guys are like saying I'm really conservative. I'm like, well, right now, like what you guys are doing is actually cutting edge. So Ooh. I, I think you guys are trying to transition to understanding this more, right? But I think it's more like, like kind of like she said, having having understanding. But everybody has different goals in their life, right? You know, I'm not going to come to my mom for advice when it comes to having a fitness business. You know, I'm going to go find that person who can mentor me, who's who's already been through the ropes. So instead of trying to force people's views on people, it's kind of like she said, having an understanding that, you know, not everybody wants to follow your footpath. It's kind of understanding like, hey, like, what do you want in life, right? It's just, it's just asking those questions to kind of understand, you know, um, is, is this a good fit? Like, is it, is it a good fit in general? So um, I think it's just getting a better understanding as well, understanding that, hey, you got choices at the end of the day that you want to make. I'm here if you want to learn from me. If, if you don't want to learn from me, I respect your decision. But um, that's that's kind of how I look at it. I think you guys are doing a great job on just understanding our society by already making this, you know, jump. And then it's kind of like, hey, just keep on getting better understanding and, and learning from that type of, you know, mentor that you want to learn from. I, I think that's, that's yeah. the best way to try to bridge the gap. Right. So we read you guys' bios, but we know that they don't even come close to capturing everything, all of the phenomenal things you guys are doing. And one of the misconceptions that we as 50 somethings tend to have is young folk don't want to work. They don't want to do anything. They just want to kick it. You Play know? video games. Right. So I won't, can both of you guys just kind of talk briefly about all the things you're doing and, you know, your plans for the future and and your business ideas and et cetera. So Bobby, can you start out? Yeah, I can start out. So um, I'm currently, my full-time job is teaching. I also do uh, private consulting and tutoring. So tests really K through 12, but really around test prep and helping uh, students uh, in college, so biology kind of sciences. Um, so that's like my side hustle. I always got to have multiple streams of income. Um, and then kind of looking towards the future, I'm definitely going back to school to get my PhD. Uh, I'm in the process of 
kind of writing my first book from some of the research I did uh, in undergrad. So that's kind of what's coming down the pipeline. Who knows when it'll be done? Uh, but yeah, definitely going back to school and just working uh, in education, uh, really focusing on Black girls and their schooling experience uh, in the U.S. That's wonderful. Wow. Absolutely wonderful. I know Carol Hampton is out there. Smiling ear to ear, She's right smiling about now. ear to ear. Hopefully, whipping up a batch of those crack cupcakes. Oh Lord! And so, <laughs> Justin, we can you help him get off the crack cupcakes? <laughs> so the so Bobby, just so you know, so the story it was from Jamila, my oldest daughter, her sweet sixteen birthday. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, Justin. You were there. You were there, Jamila's sweet sixteen birthday, and and your mom in the in the event planning and catering business had these cupcakes um, that were just so addictive. Uh, mm. I think I, 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 I ran away, hid in the corner somewhere and stuffed them all <laughs> in my mouth. Anyway, that's the crack, that's the crack cupcakes. Yeah. All yeah, right. Thanks. <laughs> so, but Justin, tell us about some of the things that you're doing. Some of the, some of the ways that you're trying to, you know, work in your community and, and better yourself, things like that. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I, so I still do work for corporate America and there's, it kind of brings me back to, you know, following the rules, right? I'm a business consultant. Um, I work with um, business owners all in the Dallas area. I get them set up for human capital management and whatnot. Um, and I pretty much work with business owners directly. That's my nine to five, right? Um, but I also have a uh, rental car business um, where I use Turo, which is a, um, it's a platform and it's like peer to peer. So it's an asset-based business um, where I have about four cars now. They're all luxury vehicles. So I have a stream of income coming from that. And then I have my online business. I mean, that's, that's, that's really my, it's really my baby. That's, that's more my passion. I have a, a website. It's called PowerfulLineHQ.com. Um, it pretty much uh, helps women, you know, you know, look more, you know, to the point where they're more confident now. Um, through my 12-week program. So it's pretty much a home and wellness program. It's all online. You can pretty much log in, track your, you know, nutrition, track your, your workouts, you know, get an energy tip video every day. And um, so I pretty much help women when it, when it comes to that. It's all automated. It's all streamlined. So I have about three different things I'm doing right now, still working for Corporate America, but, um, you know, it's just a little empire I'm trying to build. So Empire. <laughs> I am, I am, I'm giddy. I, I'm excited. You got Bobby over here talking about streams of income. Right. Justin's over here talking about streams of income. Right. I don't think I, I even thought about streams of income until I was well out of college and right. down the road, <laughs> having worked for four or five different companies, realizing right. that, uh, and probably more so during this pandemic, realizing that, you know what, we got to have multiple right. streams of income. And what's even cooler, they're both doing things that impact people. Yes, you absolutely. Know? It's not just about them making a lot of money. Money's good, though. Money's not bad. Not bad. Make the money. Make that but if money. you can help people, too, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And Kevin Walker, our cultural strategist, uh, he kind of talked about the younger generation right? and how they're really about community and all of that. So that... That's phenomenal. So neither one of you guys are getting much sleep, I can tell. With all the stuff you're doing. Definitely it's not. it's Definitely great not. though. I mean, it's 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 empowering yeah. and exciting to us, um, Justin and Bobby, that we hear 
these things come out of out of our young folk. Right. You know, I'm not just biased when I talk about my daughters. Mike's just not biased when he talks about his sons. But to hear other folk come on, other young people come on and and just talk positive, talk about understanding lessons in life, talk about giving back. I mean, I, I guess I guess our generation is doing something right. They're way more mature than we were extremely, at their age. Extremely. Because we weren't even on that level of thinking. No. <laughs> no. So but I got I got a couple of more questions for you guys. We've asked young people about politics and the church. Uh, we've got some really interesting answers. We know both you guys' families are church-going people. Um, but what we've discovered is your generation, the church is not necessarily the place that you run to, you know, when you're in crisis or right. uh, in time of need. And that's not our opinion. That's, those are the things that we've heard through the conversations we've had. So right. we just want to see if, you know, is that something that's congruent with, with how you're thinking? Bobby? Um, for sure, yes. Um, I think it's uh, very congruent. I actually saw a tweet not too long ago, and it was saying that like millennials and their relationship to the church, a lot of us were turned off by church because we didn't see it. We saw it transforming our parents' and grandparents' public life, but not their private life. Mm. So when we got you were breaking all the commandments. You were doing whatever you wanted to do, but you went to church on Sunday morning and was talking and praising and doing all this hoopla, but nothing changed the other six days. Ouch. So a lot of us, <laughs> Ouch. We were, well, what's the, what's, what's the point? Um, and so some of us, many of us, you know, took, took a break or completely, like, kind of divorced ourselves from church. And now personally, and a lot of my friends are like making our way back and really figuring out what does this relationship look like uh, for us on a personal level? And then how do we kind of move forward with that? And then you can kind of see, and even just like the, like Maverick City worship and like these worship groups that are coming out in these churches that are meeting in school buildings and old movie theaters and like not in the traditional realms. Uh, you kind of see that really, really popular uh, with folks our age uh, and in this millennial Gen Z kind of group. And so I'm definitely kind of seeing that on, on my end. Wow. I feel like a bad parent now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm a bad dad. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, what do you think? What What are some of the things that you've experienced and are seen in, in how the church is either continuing to be involved or continuing to grow away from our younger people? Gosh, man, this is such a controversial uh, topic. Uh, That's our goal. Our goal is to be controversial. Right. I, I see, I see, right? <laughs> um, I mean, really, to be honest with you, I mean, I, I like, look at, like, how she just explained it, like, the perspective, like, that's, I see that as well, to be honest with you. Um, it's like our generation is kind of, you know, more so kind of moving away from it, is, like, just kind of moving away from it in a way. Um more so, I would say, you know, I because I grew up in the church, and then I, I feel like, like now it's just there's still people who go to the church, still people who are there every Sunday, but then there's also people who kind of went away from it. So, I mean, it's kind of a touchy subject. Touch it, like touch it. Go ahead. I don't like talking about religion like, like this, you know, you know, broadcasting. But um, I mean, I, I do, I do agree with uh, Bobby on just kind of what's been kind of going on in a way. So, you know, it's, 
I don't really have that much. I don't have that much. That's okay. That's okay. So, do you guys think both of you guys of your educational journey? You've had some great experiences. Mm -hmm. How much has going off and to these schools as you guys went to shaped you know your opinions about religion and the church and all of that? Um, for me, it definitely transformed kind of everything that I thought about church or knew about Christianity. Because when you're around people who are, you know, all types of religions, don't have a religion, don't, you know, just are here like on vibes only, like you just see so much of a spectrum with people. Um, one, you really start to understand your own relationship. And for me, I was more, I was stronger, I was a stronger believer after going to college than I was before, because when people are asking you questions, when you're having conversations, you really have to be like, you know, like, is this really what I'm down for? Am I really like about this Bible thing? Like, seriously. Mm. And so um, I think that that really helped me. Um, and it also gave me just better like tolerance and understanding for other um, religions, because I think that other religions do a great job about giving us some benefit of the doubt on what Christianity is and explaining it to their own believers. But I felt like I didn't have much like knowing about Islam or knowing about uh, people who practice Buddhism, like all these other um, religions. I feel like I never heard it. Like it was like, that's the devil. That's all you need to know. Mm. And so I feel like I very much like understand and appreciate having conversations and learning from some of my classmates about their religions and just kind of about how we all, you know, like are existing together here on this planet. So. Wow. <laughs> That's true because I can almost go back to I can I can go back to my younger days when anything outside of Christianity was the devil. <laughs> no, it's the truth. You, right? you, you was with the disciples, right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Peter, Peter, Paul, and Mary. You knew him personally, right? Yeah, you know, we hung out. We, we smoked a blunt now and then. He was like on the mountain when he. Made the fish and loaves and all that. He stayed up there on that mountain so long. Dude, we were was, the was it fried? No. It, was it blackened? No. Tilapia? Was, was it? No, tilapia didn't <laughs> exist back then. We didn't we didn't invent tilapia until nineteen was it nineteen ninety six? Okay. When, okay. When uh, they brought those two cells together and okay. created this fish now that right, right. doesn't really exist in the wild, but <laughs> we buy it like crazy at Walmart. I'm sorry. Because man. it's cheap. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> That's all right, man. I couldn't help it. That's all right. Jesus was my bae. <laughs> Jesus was my bae before anyone else. Oh, my God. Yeah. Give me shout wow. up in here. So we touched on briefly uh, the pandemic, right? And it's such an important and impactful part of our current history. Justin, how, how did the pandemic affect you? Not just from a business perspective, because we know you all about the ends. You making those ends meet. You about the business. <laughs> we know, but I ain't getting involved in none of that nonsense. I need to know how to run my business. But on a personal <laughs> level, how did the pandemic, you know, affect you? We've heard stories about, you know, our younger people are not being understood enough in terms of uh, the emotional impact it's had on them and so forth. How did what, the what was that statistic you remember about? The percentage of oh yeah, sixty-eight to sixty-nine. They were experiencing emotional distress problems, yeah. right, due to the pandemic. That yeah. was one of the things that our cultural strategist Kevin Walker talked about. Yeah. So, which always trying to be cognizant of that. Talk, talk to me a little bit about personally how the pandemic affected you, or, or maybe it didn't. 
Um, it it was a huge learning experience um, for me. Like I kind of knew what happened, you know, like for the first recession back in 2008 and how there was a lot of, you know, millionaires that were made at that time um, due to the economic downturn. And, you know, it was bad at that time, but a lot of people, you know, were able to like build empires at that time. And so for me, um, when the pandemic hit, everybody was locked in. I was working at my company and, you know, I, I kind of saw it in a different light instead of a negative way. I was looking at it from more of a positive way. Like, Hey, this is a time for me to start my business. So that's, that's, it was, it was an amazing opportunity because I was able to build my whole entire website. I was able to build this whole entire powerful line thing while everyone was locked up and, you know, it just made me grind really let's, hard for me. To, let's, let's make sure we say know. that right. They were quarantined. They weren't locked up. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that has a whole different connotation when it comes to us. Yeah. <laughs> they were yeah. quarantined. They were sheltered in place. Yeah, I mean, you know, in Texas, you know, it's... <laughs> right. But, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, to your point, everybody was in their home, right? And I, this is when millionaires are created. So um, this is where you can build your family legacy. So I just... Mm. I always try to look at negatives as, you know, positives and always try to look at it as a, as an opportunity. Right. So it was, yeah, COVID, you know, it just, yeah, it definitely made me work even harder. So one of the things I'm understanding about Justin is no matter what question we ask him, it's going to come back to business. Right. Right. How am I going to make make some money? He's a businessman. He's a businessman. I like that. I like that. How about you, Bobby? How did, how did, how did things go for you? How were, was the pandemic? Uh, interruptive for you or like Justin opened up some opportunities um it definitely interrupted uh kind of the statistic I never heard it but I definitely saw it amongst myself and amongst my friends just the emotional like weight of being in a like every time you turn on tv they're talking about death like mass mm, death yeah. every time you get on twitter somebody either a police shot one of us somebody's dying of coat like is just all in your face 24 seven. And it was like, it was very difficult. Uh, and also just for me and kind of this generation, like technology for us is like our getaway. Like it's fun, we play video games, we go on Instagram, yada, yada, yada. Now it's, we're stuck in the house. I'm working on my computer all the time. Gotta get on Zoom, do this, do that. And then very much for me, I just was tired of being on this computer, tired of that phone. Um, and so I definitely saw where um, it disrupted kind of just what I, one, saw technology as, and two, um, disrupted, you know, like my work and home space, because now I was finishing my master's degree. Now I'm at home. I don't have, you know, like where I go to the library, do that. Everything is here. My relaxation place, my workstation, where I eat, everything I do is in this room. Um, and so it was definitely a very challenging to to kind of navigate uh, that time. So you guys, uh, do you uh, see your generation being up? Are, are you optimistic about the future? I know there's a lot of stuff going on in this country, politically, socially. Uh, you know, the economy is, I guess, coming back. But for you guys, are you optimistic? Are your friends optimistic? What do you guys, how do you all feel with where you are and, and where this country is right now? 
I, I mean, I think um, it's, it's actually been like a, um, it's been an all time high uh, for, for like job positions available for people. And it's also been an all time high for people leaving their jobs yeah. um, in history right now. Yeah. So there's a lot of opportunities right now, especially now since the world is starting to pick up. Like I said, you know, you got to kind of understand, it's about the decisions you make. It's about the choices and being mentally strong. And, you know, if, 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 if you need help on that, right, it's, it's something you should probably, you know, start working for, you know, and so I think there's a lot of opportunity. I think there's a lot of, op- I mean, I think people should be optimistic, but, you know, it kind of goes back to what I was saying about the news and it's just always portraying negativity and whatnot. If you let that consume you, right, you know, you can start believing it to be true. And I mean, there is stuff out there that is happening. I'm not saying you shouldn't be aware of it, but it's all about being strong. You know, that's, that's why my business is called Powerful Line. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's, we're honestly living in the jungle right now, right? The lion is the one who is typically the king of the jungle. So it's either you're going to, you know, sink or you're going to swim. But just anybody can go out there and make it happen. It's just, it all starts with your mind. So, so we can add, we can add inspirational coach to, uh, right. to Justin's mm-hmm. body. I'm going to call him. When I'm feeling down, I'm going to say, young, young brother, forget that I'm 50 something. So check it out. He can give you, he can get you healthy. He get me healthy in my body. Then once you get healthy and looking good, mm-hmm. and you're going out, he can rent you a nice car. Yeah, rent me a car. So then I- he can give you a pep talk. And a pep talk. Bruh. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. And he can give you some consulting for your business. Oh. Exactly. Wrap it all up in a <laughs> nice car. There it car. is. There it is. Wrap it all Then you call up Bobby. Yeah. She can just teach you some stuff. Yeah. Whatever you want to know, she can teach you. She can just teach it to you. Just teach you. So we don't got to go no further, man. I just plug into my friend's kids. There you go. <laughs> but they going to charge us, though. We get a friends and family discount. That's the only problem. They're going to charge us. Friends and family discount. Because you know Justin ain't giving away Justin's nothing. Justin's not giving away a dime. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. Yeah, boy, no. Boy, matter of fact. If you, don't, if, you don't, if you don't pay for something, you don't. it's hard for someone to value something that they don't pay for. Hmm. You know, I love to do stuff for free. You know, but... You know, it's a, it's you gonna pay? No, no, he's saying, Mr. Jenkins, Mr. Hubbard, y'all gonna pay? Y'all gonna pay? Just like everyone else, I love you, but break out that checkbook. He's looking for a check from coming on the podcast today. Yeah, did you tell him you're not paying? It's volunteer money? work right here. We'll send you a card or something. We'll send bro. you a mug with the uh, yeah. Bible Pilot We got some there. nice mugs. <laughs> Bobby, optimism. What do you think? Um, I will say I was optimistic and then it totally went down when things really yeah when the protests were happening and kind of that break that shift you really I don't know I felt something in my spirit when we were out there that people were I don't know I guess finally about to like you know go on this racial journey with us and we were maybe gonna get somewhere Mm. and then when school started to open back up and we kind of just started chugging back along you know capitalism is gonna keep moving whether you want it to or not um and it's just been made very apparent uh, as we kind of return to normalcy uh with vaccines and all this uh jazz and so i will say i don't think i'm optimistic about the state of this country, even with like the change of presidency or anything like that. And also just from, cause I'm a science teacher, so from like a climate change perspective, 
it's really scary outside. Mm. Like if y'all saw New York flooding, like that is yeah. not supposed yeah. to be happening, right? Like <laughs> these things that we are, like we have pushed Mother Earth to the limit. And so just even thinking about that from that perspective and the racial perspective, yeah, I don't, I'm not optimistic. Wow. Wow. Speaking of speaking of vaccines, have either one of you seen that Vax That Thing Up video? I did with Juvenile and them. I did see that. Justin, have you seen that? <laughs> what, uh, what, what, what was the video? You, who, who did the original song back then? Juvenile. Day? Juvenile. It's juvenile. Uh, remember that song that... that uh, you, you know, back That Thing Up. Back That Thing Up. Back That Thing Up. A lot of people struggle to so there's a there's a video now called Vax That Thing Up, meaning everyone should get a vaccine, right? But it's still pretty risque, and um, I wouldn't want Bobby or any of my daughters performing in that video. Let's just put it that way. Um, so I was just wanting to get your younger opinion about about that. You think that's helpful? What did you say to me like the other day? Could, it, could something be both positive, positive and negative? At the same time? Yeah. Because when I saw it, I'm like, okay, they trying to do something positive, but why do girls still being objectified? <laughs> Popping their booty and all that, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird, man. It, it's, He's getting a lot of play behind That's because we're old. Is that it? Oh, yeah, we just old fogies. Okay. <laughs> Justin's, Justin's like, Justin probably grew. Man. As long as it makes me some money, I don't right. care. Right. <laughs> Can I add that to my business? How do I, how do I monetize that? How do that? I contact Juvenile? <laughs> Rent him a car right. or something. Get him I mean, in shape. I'm going to have to check it out. I'm going to have to check it out. So, Bobby, you've seen it, right? Yes, I have. What do you think about it? I think it's great. Meet people where they are. We know that song. We love that song. You see black folks that look like you, that you know and love, after trying to get the vaccine. I'm pretty sure you'll turn up. I seen John Legend on a CVS commercial. Like, that helps. Like, some people, for a good number of people, that celebrity appeal, black celebrity appeal, will make them do something. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. I, I guess see. I guess it just, as a, as a father of girls, I guess I just... I always say, would well, I want my daughter doing that? And I, I, you know, like you said, sometimes, Bobby, we get, we get stuck and we don't move this older generation. I think that's one of my points where I'm stuck and I haven't moved yet. <laughs> Cause it's catchy. Max that thing up. It's catchy. Oh, it's I get a jam. it. It's um, a jam. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I it's just a little that. conflicting, for a little me. conflicting for us. You know, cause if we stand there, if we sit there and watch it, then we just dirty old man. We dirty. Why are you we watching dirty? that? Why are you watching that? Kathy walk in. What you? Why you watching that? Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> Jahari walk in. I'm like, turn the channel. Right. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. right when the girl is like just popping, popping, popping. <laughs> what you looking at that for? You say popping, 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 popping. Pop, it, 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 it is what it's called. Is I don't know. Called? I don't know. <laughs> Clapping, popping. Oh God. I don't know. Twerking. Twerking. <laughs> all that. That's all I can see when I watch it. You dirty old man. But it's just like right there. <laughs> we are talking about this with our friends' young children, Mike. They grown, no man. They grown now. Yeah. Educated. They got businesses. They grown. They got multiple businesses. We can talk to them about anything. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we just, I was just wondering about That's just us then. Yeah, we, we're stuck. I'm stuck in that. I, I'm going to admit to you. I need help. Well, I don't have daughters or so. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Vax that thing up. Vax that thing up. Get it, Mike. Get it, yeah. <laughs> he got that little dance, a little Mike dance going on with the shoulders. I can't, I can't think of it. You're real, something, something, vax that thing up. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess I haven't watched it that, watched that it. intently. <laughs> I can pull it up for you after, after the show. Yeah, so, so, so speaking of that, let me just throw out an arbitrary question. Is there a new dance now for the younger generation? Right? Do, do they even dance? Do they, well, yeah, it's true. Do, we, do y'all even go to clubs? Virtually. Is that a thing now still? Virtually, yeah. People, yeah, I mean, people go to clubs. I mean, people, I guess we're like in a limbo. Like, some of us do dance, but for the most part, no. People just go to like pop bottles, get a section. Mm. Yeah. Popping bottles. VIP! Boy, yeah, that, <laughs> you know me. If you most people, you're in a section or with somebody who got a section. Popping wow. bottles. A section. Popping bottles in your section. Dude, we barely had enough money to get into the club. I know. We can't afford to cover it. <laughs> they ran now. They sections. probably wouldn't even let us in at this point. Nah, bro. If I, if I went into a club with this this white salt and pepper beard, they'd be like. With these polo shirts. Yeah. They'd be like, no, 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 no. We got we got an age age maximum. It's not an age limit anymore. They'd look at our shoes and be like, no. Nah. <laughs> Look at those penny loafers with the right. with the pennies in them. Come on, man. Yeah. So there's no there's no real dance. Like we had the cabbage patch. Yeah. We had the, the running man. The running man. So there's yeah. really not there's really not a a new dance for you, you know younger folk now. No, I mean we get on the TikTok dances. That's about it. That's it. Mm. Justin, you cut a rug. You know Justin can dance. Justin, if they make me some money. I'll cut it up. <laughs> He's probably like giving ballroom dance lessons. I know, right? With, his, know? with his shirt half buttoned down. Right, right. Come to me. <laughs> Let me show you how to samba. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, for me, like, uh, I, don't, I, I see a lot of people on Instagram dancing. Uh, Look at him. His shirt half down now, right? Button that shirt up, young man. <laughs> you know, Once again, up. all you 50-something-year-old <laughs> women out there. I know. Don't be trying to be trying. We email are, him. We are not putting his contact information in the credit rolls. No. You get a, a bunch of emails from some cougars. And, and you old men, don't be trying to tell Bobby you need some tutoring. She ain't going to do no, it. No, no, She works with children, she okay? She works with children. Even though a lot of us don't act Don't like even try Yeah. He over here looking like Usher, too. I Little know. sideburns. I know. They Usher. so cool. Usher. They so cool, yeah, we ain't putting yeah. that contact in. Button that shirt up. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> he like, don't hate, bro. Don't hate. They're gonna have a bunch. We're gonna have a bunch of women going online to look looking up, for him, looking man. looking up his pictures. He, his his mama. I love her. I love your mom. But she posted a picture of you recently. I was like, what am I looking at? What am I looking at? Who's the, who? It's called marketing. Papa, who this man? It's marketing. Who this man? <laughs> That ain't the little Justin I knew. Right. Abs and tats and... Well, what you need to do is get with him and you can be unbuttoning your shirt too. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants... He can get you there, I don't man. think anyone wants me to unbutton my shirt. He can get you there, bro. Yeah. You can take one of those pictures like that and then Bobby will give you some books to read. Give me the science and, part of bro, it. Bro, you, you had a total package. Yeah, I go out there and help the environment. Brother, with your shirt off. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> We are not doing that. See, we way off. We 
We well, ain't bridging the gap no more. We're not bridging the gap. We <laughs> we don't put like some space. The bridge is up and we fell down. We, you know, fell through. we have broadened the gap. You know? We have broadened the gap. It has been a pleasure having yeah, the two man. of you, the two of you on. It is such such a delight to hear positive stuff come from our young folk. All the joking aside, um, we've known you guys since you were young, and to see the the mature young uh, adults that you have grown up into. Um, is not only uh, indicative of just how good you are, but indicative of how of how well your parents have raised you. So, we shout out to uh, Justin's parents and and Bobby. We just you guys are phenomenal. Yeah, and all y'all out here watching, if y'all like what you heard today, yes, please go out on YouTube and subscribe and drop your comments as well. We want to know what you think. Yeah, just don't do it if you want us to send you information on Justin. No, we're not doing that. And, and, and Bobby, we're not doing that. pictures online, no. Because normally we ask our guests to leave there. How can people follow them? But I don't know. Well, we'll ask Bobby that. Okay. We, we're not going to ask Well, him. no, we don't want these old dudes out here you trying know, to. We ain't trying to pimp him out. Well, wait a minute. We might get some extra followers if we. Uh... <laughs> send, send me that picture with your shirt off, man. And no, we post... man, no? we ain't doing that. Bro. We're not doing that, okay. We ain't doing that. All right. I'm just I'm just trying to be like him and try to monetize it. No. 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 Okay. That might be illegal. It might too. be illegal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he a rules guy, man. We can't be out here. Okay. Breaking rules. I told y'all it's not bad. But don't y'all be out here stalking them. None of y'all. Uh, Old folks. We trying to learn and understand. Yes, we are. Not hook up. So don't <laughs> do that. Don't do it. <laughs> well, we can get our bottle and get in our section. Do pop, nah. pop our bottle and go in our section. Man, I can't afford no section, bro. We can get some fake stuff. You know, some sparkling. I can barely get a bottle. Sparkling water. Some sparkling cider. Yeah. I was... get the water. Right. What do you say? Get the water. water. Get the water. <laughs> so, Bobby, how mm -hmm. can people, we're going to do it. We're going to take a chance, Ken. Okay. How right. can people follow you, contact you, if you want to be contacted? For your expertise. Okay. Well, my Instagram, which I like, it's a public page, uh, is Bobby with four E's at the end. So they can follow me on IG. And that's, yeah, that's about it. Everything else is for okay. me and my Bobby with four E's. What was that? Bobby with four E's. Four E's. But one wasn't enough. Because she's doing extra, extra, extra. That's what the E's are for. Extra, right. extra, extra, extra. Like four stars. Four stars. There you go. Four thumbs up. Four. Yes. That's our new rating. E's. Yeah. Four E's. Four E's, two E's, three. That, that's it. We're we shooting for four E's. We're shooting for four E's. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Justin? How can people get in touch with you um, that are not trying to uh, be a sugar mama? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess uh, add me as a friend on Facebook or, um, you know, follow my business page on Facebook. Uh, Justin Powell, I mean, that's my name, or you can add me on Instagram, uh, JP Lions Den, JP Lion S Den, and uh, message me on there, or just go to my website and go to go to powerlinehq.com and set up an appointment with me. You, you the one, just buy the program, and then I'll, I'll, I'll just <laughs> show you directly. He, he, will, he will get you right he pitching to the very end, bro. Body. He want that money. Who's that say? Always be selling. Always be selling. Always A B C. I want. I want to help you. 
Well, you got to remember now, his mom is a phenomenal salesperson. Right. Right. And his dad is a great golfer. His dad is a great golfer. Tell him I still play, man. Tell him (laughs) how I let me. (laughs) (laughs) And Bobby's mom gets some great cupcakes. See, she do way more than cupcakes. I'm shivering now just thinking about it. Anyway. Okay. We got to get you some help, man. Thank you, young folk. We love you. We appreciate you being on and joining uh, Avopod, bridging the gap between baby boomers and Gen Z. Once again, don't forget to like us on Facebook. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. Subscribe. Comment. Comment. Positive comments. We need feedback. We need feedback. Thank you again, folks, for joining us. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Thank y'all. Stop high-siding.